Welcome to the Pursuit of a Healthier You podcast, the weekly podcast with your hosts, health coaches, Rachel and Jeff Koltoff. Each week, we talk about the struggles and successes of changing old habits and adopting a healthier lifestyle and the benefits gained. The show includes recipes and tips on what is working and not working for us. The podcast is intended to provide general, non-authoritative information. Always seek the guidance of your doctor or other qualified health professional before making any changes in your diet or exercise routines. Never disregard the advice of a medical professional or delay in seeking it because of something you have heard on this podcast or saw on the internet. If you think you may have a medical emergency, call your doctor, go to the nearest hospital emergency department, or call the emergency services immediately. If you choose to rely on any information provided by the Pursuit of a Healthier You podcast, you do solely at your own risk. Average weight loss of clients on the Optimal Weight 5-in-1 plan is 12 pounds weight loss on an average for 12 weeks. If you have any questions, comments, or want more information about today's show or any of our shows, please email us at hosts at healthieryoupodcast.com or you can visit us on the web at healthieryoupodcast.com. You can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And now on to today's show. Welcome to episode four of Pursuit of a Healthier You, brought to you by your hosts, Rachel Koltoff. And Jeff Koltoff, me. Today we're going to be discussing our recent challenges. And there's been a couple. Oh, yeah. That's putting it mildly. (laughs) So what's going on with you, Mr. Koltoff? Well, for the first time in the 12 or so weeks that we've both been on this program, I did not lose any weight. Uh-oh. Yeah, that was my initial response, but uh, in talking with my health coach, or our health coach, uh, kind of got me back on track. Oh, yeah? Awesome. Yeah. Basically, you know, he, he told me to take a look at what my water intake has been over the last week. Uh, have I been weighing out my leans and greens to make sure they're in the right proportions? Have I been doing all my fuelings on time? Hmm. Uh, the first fueling should be within the first hour after getting up in the morning yeah and then looking back i could see where there was a, a day or two here and there that i did not keep keep to my schedule of fuelings that sometimes it would go into three and a half maybe close to the four hours Ooh. my fueling uh, my leaning greens rather have always been proportionate so not really too concerned with overeating okay you know the leaning greens but the one thing that I did realize that I was doing is, you know, as part of the program, you can have supplemental treats or, or uh, snacks. Ideally, you should have no more than uh, 20 pistachios or 20 almonds. I was going much more than the 20 pistachios. Oh, yeah, that's easy to do. It, very easy to do. <laughs> They're addictive. Yeah, they are. So I realized I need to make sure that I'm doing no more than 20 pistachios, you know, a day. Okay. And um, I'm making sure that I'm getting all my water in. We will see what happens this coming weigh-in day. Ooh. The one one big thing that I learned was that, yeah, you can reach out to your health coach, and they're there to help you and, and be supportive and not be judgmental. Well, at least they helped you. Yeah. So what is your order intake? I think I was doing probably six to eight, where eight is the minimum. Yeah. So I'm trying to up it to make sure I definitely get at least eight. 
eight cups of uh, eight glasses of water a day and uh, and chew for ten. Okay, so eight to ten cups of water. Yeah, Ooh, that's a lot of water. It is, but it isn't. I find it's very easy to sit there and drink that much water over, over a given day. It's not like you have to sit down at lunch and have six glasses of water. Chug. And then another six glasses at dinner. Yeah. You know, when when you figure you're up 14 hours a day, Hmm. 16 hours a day, that's roughly a half a glass an hour. So if you look at it that way, it's really not that much water intake over the hours that you're awake. No, it isn't. Never looked at it that way before. You're such a geek. Yes, I have. (laughs) And yes, that was math done on the fly in my head. (laughs) You're good. I try to be. <laughs> I think I'm moving in the right direction. And, you know, w- with any type of weight loss program, mm. you can hit a plateau. Okay. Hopefully it's a one-week plateau and I can continue moving forward. Okay. Because up, up until now, I've lost uh, a little bit over 45 pounds. Whoa. Seriously? Seriously. Damn. How many weeks? It's about 12 weeks now. Okay. Wow. That's a lot of weight to lose. Yes, it is. And you're eating food. Real food. Real food. No magic coffee. No magic coffee, no magic beans, no magic wraps, no uh, no starvation. No intermittent fasting? No. That's like the newest thing now. Everybody wants to intermittently fast. And what I've heard about it is that quite a few people who've tried it hmm. actually end up gaining weight. Oh, yeah, because your body's in starvation mode. Yeah, and goes back to something that Dr. A talks about in his Habits of Health book. That the way our body was designed 10,000 years ago, our genetic makeup hasn't changed. That we used to feast or famine. Food was plentiful. You ate as much as you could because you didn't know when your next meal was coming. Oh, okay. So therefore the body over over time evolved to say, oh, I got nutrition. I better store it for the times I don't get nutrition. You know, today with the high nutrient packed, high fat, foods that are available Hmm. it's very easy to put on the excess weight and not get rid of it because you never have that famine lack of food Hmm. periods of time well fast food is a plenty yes and it's not even fast food it's all the processed food you know as as we've talked i think about on the show you know when you go food shopping Hmm. and you walk up and down the aisles everything is processed yep you know and that has uh, led to the obesity problem in this country as well as others so we shouldn't food shop down aisles? Primarily, you know, the advice that we've been given by medical experts and, and nutritional experts is to do most of your shopping on the perimeter of the store. Because that's typically where your fresh foods are, okay. your less processed foods, mm. your meats, your cheeses, your fruits, your vegetables. Okay. You learned that when uh, you were first diagnosed as a diabetic. I did. I did. Yeah, I don't, I don't do processed foods anymore. But most larger families like that quick convenience of boxed meals. Yeah, it's quick, it's convenient, but what are the long-term detrimental effects of the quick and convenient? Obesity. Obesity. Hypertension. Hypertension, diabetes. Clogged arteries. Read your labels. Heart conditions. Yep. Hopefully before too long we'll have a guest on who can uh, delve more into detail into that. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, and no, we're not letting you know who it is. Nope, top secret. Hush, hush. (laughs) So that's basically been my obstacle that I've uh, come across. Okay. Let's turn tables. 
Oh, no. What's going on in your life? Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of stress here. Lots of stress. Um, I uh, My mother's not doing well. She's going to be 80 this year. And uh, she's arthritic in both of her knees. And she had she had her right hip replaced a few years ago. And she knows that she needs to get the, the left hip replaced. But she's stubborn and really doesn't want to go through another surgery again. You know, she's starting to feel like a bionic woman. Well, it's not a uh, minor surgery if there is such thing as minor surgery. Uh, I don't think so. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I've been you know, uh, being the good kid here and taking her to doctor's appointments and helping her get around and helping her around the house and stuff like that. And um, it, it's, it's heartbreaking watching your parents age and not being able to do the things that they normally do. And she's always saying, oh, no, I don't need help. I don't want to inconvenience you. I'm like, Mom, I'm your kid. You're supposed to inconvenience me. I inconvenienced you when I was born. So, you know, it's my, it's your turn, right? Right. Fair, turn about fair play. <laughs> and taking her to doctor's appointments, uh, we went to uh, an orthopedic surgeon where she had her hip replaced. And uh, he did x-rays. And her left hip is really bad. It's, uh, it's not even a hip. It's bone on bone. Also, there's no muscle, no cushion between the bones? Nope, nothing. It's just pure bone on bone. And that's what's causing her a lot of pain and discomfort in her knees because her knees are overcompensating for her hip. So, um, and all this, we were, you know, my mom was thinking that, gee, maybe it's time for her to go into an assisted living facility. So, you know, I'm, I'm scrambling, trying to, you know, research her finances and see, you know, if she can afford this, if we can afford this. And my mom is worried about, you know, leaving a heritage for the kids left behind when her time comes. And I was like, Mom, you shouldn't focus on that. You should focus on your care and what you want to do. And what's really what's best for her at yeah, this time. And- exactly. No, we're going to look at some homes soon, just in case she wants to go that route. But uh, in the meantime, she's going to look into getting her hip replaced. Oh, well, that's good. Yeah, that, that's a real good thing. And so maybe, you know, maybe after that, maybe she'll be able to get around without pain and discomfort. Maybe she'll be able to live on her own after that. We don't know. So So I guess we'll have to wait to see what the doctors say and recommend as far as that goes. Yeah. But uh, in between all this stress with my mom, uh, my weight has not really changed. I mean, I've gone up like a pound. I've lost a pound. I've been staying between like 170 and 168 pounds, and uh, I haven't been too happy about that. So um, I had a talk with my, my coach. My micro habits were off. What, what are your micro habits? I knew you were going to ask that. Of course I had to ask it. Yeah. You, you just can't throw a term out like micro habits <laughs> and not expect the question, the follow-up question. Right. Okay. The micro habits of health are healthy weight management, Healthy eating and hydration, healthy motion, healthy sleep and energy, healthy sleep and energy management, having a healthy mind and healthy surroundings. And this is coming from Dr. Anderson's book? Yes, sir. Habits of Health. Read it. (laughs) Please read. Sorry, guys. I am doing my fuelings every two and a half, three hours. I am eating my lean and green, which is already, you know, measured out and, and weighed and all that good stuff. But what I'm not doing is while I'm running around with my mom is I'm not drinking enough water. Is that something that you can do while you're running around? I could, but if I want to stop at every red light for a bathroom, (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I I drink about 96 to 128 ounces of water a day. I know it's probably too much. More active during the day. I'm thirsty. I'm also diabetic. Not that that has anything to do with thirst, but I just figure more water is, is better for me because of that. 
And so this way you can wash out all those bad toxins and yeah. other things that are in your system that your body needs to get rid of. Yeah. Bye-bye, sugar. <laughs> Hit the road, Jack. <laughs> so, um, and also with this, uh, I haven't been sleeping too good. I'm averaging like about four or five hours of sleep a night, sometimes six. And that's definitely not enough. No. No, you need about eight, eight, nine hours of sleep. Well, I mean, they recommend at least eight hours of good sleep. So, and according to my Fitbit, I'm not getting good sleep. I got to work on that. So how are you going to work on that? I don't know. <laughs> um, actually, I thought about calling my family doctor and talking to him. Okay. So, no, because like as soon as I lay down, my mind just starts racing of like, you know, what ifs and what can I do and how can I help my mom and, you no, know, oh, did I do my insulin? <laughs> Did I take my, my, my pills after dinner? <laughs> Did I scoop the cat litter? You know, like a thousand and one thoughts go through my mind. And it just, it just won't shut up. What do you think making lists of what you need to do in a given day would help? Yeah, if I write it down, I might forget where I put it, though. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm old. <laughs> well, if you keep it somewhat in front of you. Yeah, I guess I, yeah, that could work, maybe. And then, uh... I my mind isn't too healthy right now. No, it's my mom, you know. Well, it's never easy seeing a, no. a loved one, someone close to you, go through these type of uh, medical uh, issues. Nope, it isn't. I mean, I remember when my dad passed away in 2004, I felt orphaned. And I don't want to feel that again. But I, I know that when God wants my mom, he'll, he'll take her. Well, have you considered talking with a therapist or a psychiatrist? Or? Yeah, yeah, I have. And I, I, I meet with her like once a month. I might consider seeing her again soon, though. Just because I just got a lot of stuff on my mind. You know, it's good to talk to someone about these things. Do you feel better after you talk to her? I feel like a million bucks after I talk to her. I love her. She probably needs a stiff drink after talking to me, though. <laughs> <laughs> or walks out with a twitch, one or the other. <laughs> probably. <laughs> <laughs> so it sounds like even though that you have some stressful situations going going on in your life, there are strategies and and tools that you can implement to help keep you on track and keep you healthy. And Yeah. But the one thing that I did that took me out of fat burn is uh, we went out to dinner a couple of weeks ago and I had a martini. All right. I had two martinis. And why was that bad? Why did that take you out of fat burn? Because it's alcohol. Alcohol turns into sugar. Sugar turns into fat. Boom, you're out of fat burn. And then you add more weight to that. Yeah, I gained a pound that week. Two martinis equals one pound of fat. Go figure. Mm. And it was great goose, too. It's good stuff. So it was good, but not worth it. Alcohol's evil. Yes, it is in, in many ways what it does to the body. Yeah. Tastes good going down, though. <laughs> <laughs> I like my, my vodka and martinis. I can't help it. <laughs> well, how was your meal that night? Oh, it was fabulous. I had a very healthy meal. I had a broiled flounder and a lot of spinach. So other than the, the, the alcohol, you were able to keep on track and stay within the program diagram uh, yeah. parameters. Yeah. I mean, even when the waitress put the bread basket on the table... I just pushed it to the far, furthest corner so nobody could reach it. Didn't even touch it. Was it tempting? Oh, boy, was it. <laughs> <laughs> of course it is. It's fresh, hot bread and soft butter. It's, it's evil. It's tempting. <laughs> but in the back of my mind, I have that carbs are evil playing over and over. <laughs> Must well, avoid carbs. <laughs> well, are carbs evil? Not all of them. I mean, you need carbs, but you don't need to overindulge in carbs, which is what most people do. You know, they put down a big basket of bread. And usually everybody devours at the table in like record timing. And then when your meal comes out, you're not really hungry for it. 
But yet you still finish your plate. Of course you do. Because I'm sure you grew up in the type of household where frowned upon, if not downright punished, for not cleaning your plate at dinner or, or any meal. Oh, yeah. My sisters used to get their dinner for breakfast if they didn't finish it. Okay. I'm not kidding. <laughs> it's medieval home. <laughs> I got lucky. So you feel as though you're starting to get back on track? Yeah, I am. Yeah, I had a really good call with my coaches last night and back on track. I went food shopping this morning, got some celery for an optional snack to munch on, picked up some some, uh, chicken breast to make a a dish with, and uh, I'm actually excited to start again. I haven't strayed at all. Good. So I guess in the near future, we'll check in and see how you're doing uh, emotionally as well as uh, physically, and hopefully you have shed a couple more pounds. I hope so. I will. Okay. Not I hope so. I will. Somehow I think you will. Yeah. I mean, I went from... Oh, I didn't tell you this. Oh, what? Ah. Please, please share. <laughs> I will. I will. <laughs> um, we actually went clothes shopping a couple weeks ago. And I went from a size 1820 in Lane Bryant to a size 10 in regular department store jeans. Wow. Yeah. No, no tears in the dressing room? No. Kid and I actually walked out smiling and happy for a change. <laughs> <laughs> that was nice. I, you know, I'm used to going to department stores and getting all depressed because I'm all fat and frumpy and don't really like how I look and clothes don't fit me in a department store and then I have to go into Lane Bryan or or another big girl clothes store. I don't have to do that anymore. It's a very good feeling. Do you think your options as far as fashion and design will open up to you as you lose weight? Yeah, I need more tie-dyes. Oh, okay. (laughs) That's my fashion sense. (laughs) Everything looks good with a (laughs) tie-dye. Unfortunately, our favorite tie-dye shop where we were able to make our own tie-dyes closed recently. So we'll have to come up with a plan B for that. Yeah, and quick too because these extra large shirts are swimming on me. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I won't stop wearing them. Until they're replaced probably. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I like my tie-dyes. So do I. I wonder if the tailor could take a t-shirt in. I'm sure they could. Hmm. Is it worth it though? (laughs) That's a separate question. Yeah. I'll just stop being so cheap and get another shirt. <laughs> so what about you? Did you go clothes shopping too? Yeah, I went clothes shopping at the same time. And? I replaced four pa- pair of pants, and I went from a size 44 waist, which were getting a little bit tight on me before we started the program, hmm. to a 40-inch waist. Whoa, that's a big difference. So 45 pounds <laughs> or... Thereabouts equals almost four inches in my waist. Bye-bye. Yep. <laughs> Bye, Felicia. <laughs> I see also one of the issues I have is the way I'm built uh, from being so active in my youth. Mm. I've got very big thighs, and so sometimes I need to get pants that are a little bit bigger and have them altered. Okay. For, we'll see if that has to happen or... Okay. I don't think I'm losing muscle mass, you know, through, through all this weight loss. I think it's all excess fat and the stuff I want to get rid of. Okay. And actually, uh, you even commented the other day, my new jeans are starting to look a little baggy and a little loose on me. Yeah, they are. I'm jealous. <laughs> <laughs> so even though I may not have lost any weight in the last week or so, I'm still losing inches. Okay. How about you? Yeah, my, my new size 10 jeans are starting to get a little baggy, and I can actually pull them off without unbuttoning and zippering them. Is that a good thing? Yes and no. <laughs> <laughs> There's a non-committal answer. 
yeah, it's a good thing because I'm, I know my body's changing, obviously. And no, because I don't like shopping. Yeah, I'm a girl. I do not like shopping. Guys, I'm not complaining. <laughs> <laughs> You're bragging? <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> Is anything else going on? No, that's pretty much it. No. Anything else with you that you want to talk about today? or Okay, I guess we'll wrap up this episode at this point. Alrighty. And uh, stay tuned for our weekly Lean and Green recipe. Yay. This week's recipe is one of my personal favorites, both to make as well as to eat. It's a taco bake. The ingredients are as follows. The crust is a half cup of reduced fat cream cheese, softened, a quarter cup of egg beaters, a quarter cup of fat-free half and half. We recommend the Lando Lakes brand if it's available to you. A half teaspoon of taco seasoning, which is something that we, we make at home, uh, our own blend, uh, because we found that the uh, commercial-made uh, taco seasonings are very high in sodium and salt. So, And two cups of reduced-fat Mexican cheese blend. We generally get the Weight Watchers brand there. The topping is 24 ounces of 93% ground beef cooked, four teaspoons of the taco seasoning, one cup of tomato puree, four ounces of chopped green chilies. We generally get uh, the small can that you find in the Mexican aisle of your supermarket, and another cup of the Mexican cheese blend. To make the crust, you beat the cream cheese, egg beaters until smooth. Generally, I'll use the blender to, to do that. Then add the half and half and taco seasoning and blend it again until it's well mixed. Grease a nine inch by 13 inch baking dish and spread the Mexican cheese over the bottom. Pour the cream cheese mixture over the shredded cheese as evenly as possible and then bake it at 375 for 25 to 30 minutes. Let it stand for five minutes before adding the topping when it comes out of the oven. For the topping, brown the ground beef, drain any excess fat, stir in the taco seasoning, the tomato sauce, and the chilies. Spread it over the crust, top with four ounces of the Mexican cheese blend, reduce your oven to 350 degrees, and bake for another 20 minutes or so until hot and bubbly and then serve it with your favorite veggies. Generally, we'll use like a little green salad uh, or something like that with it. And this recipe makes eight servings. And as I said, it's one of our favorites. Yes, it is. Do enjoy it. Yes, I do. Uh, and uh, it's available on our website, healthieryoupodcast.com. Just click on the recipe link at the top and you can find the taco bake as well as all, all the other recipes that we've uh, shared with you. Yum. <laughs> so thanks for joining us. Yeah, thank you. Hope you join us next week.
Thank you for joining us for the Pursuit of a Healthier You podcast, the weekly podcast with your hosts and health coaches, Rachel and Jeff Koltoff. Each week we talk about the struggles and successes of our changing old habits and adopting a healthier lifestyle and the benefits gained. This podcast is intended to provide general, non-authoritative information. Always seek the guidance of your doctor or other qualified health professional before making any changes in your diet or exercise routines. Never disregard the advice of medical professional or delay seeking it because of something you have heard on this podcast or saw on the internet. If you think you might have a medical emergency, call your doctor, go to the nearest hospital emergency department, or call emergency services immediately. If you choose to rely on any information provided by Pursuit of Healthier You podcast, you do so solely at your own risk. Average weight loss of clients on the Optimal Weight 5 a month plan is 12 pounds weight loss on average for 12 weeks. If you have any questions, comments, or want more information about today's show or any of our shows, please email us at hosts at healthieryoupodcast.com or you can visit us on the web at healthieryoupodcast.com. You can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. We look forward to you joining us next time as we continue our pursuit to a healthier you.